it's it's Wednesday, so it's it's halfway through the week. At least we're recording this, and I've done not a whole lot today. I hurt my back recently, so I had to go to the chiropractor to, um, you know, kind of get into that a little bit. Well, there are health uh, problems. Yeah, thirty-year-old problems. So getting getting close to thirty, um, it's something, and it's not so much about being an old man as it is like you have to do more maintenance when it comes to when you get a little bit older when you were younger you're able to just kind of be reckless uh just start whenever you want to in whenever you want stretches to. are vital that's important that's something i've told myself i need to do um the last few years haven't quite made it a routine yet but you got to make sure that you sleep get enough sleep Got to make sure that you ice after you're done or eat the right food. <laughs> it's all those things. So hurt my back on some stupid stuff. And now I am back. I, I did the chiropractor before, but now I'm back at it. Um, but those are just what I've been going through the last couple of weeks. And yourself, I'm sure in your household, it's a little bit more eventful. Dude, uh, I've been doing this teaching gig now for since November and like it's just going down <laughs> and it's not like anything I don't do it of course like the gig is fun but boy oh boy it's elementary school yeah kids, so they're kids. are they losing their focus or is it just oh my god bro so the focus is like non-existent and it was like when I first got there the first week I got there it was the week before Thanksgiving so I get there the Friday before we had off. So that was, they just got to know me or whatever. All I had to do was like, okay, we got to trace our hands art. So I'm teaching art. So elementary school art. So I had them trace their hand, put five things that they're thankful for on the inside of it and color it up nice, take it home, show your mom, whatever. So they get back and we're in school for two weeks and then it's Christmas. Mm -hmm. So right when they get to know me, right when I'm starting to get like the classroom rules together and everything, they got another break. Yeah. So then we get back from that break from like a week and a half, um, come back. And then I think we have maybe a month of instruction. So I got through like three assignments. I usually do one assignment per week for K through five. Right. Uh, got through three assignments and then we had to uh, start preparing for the black history program. So with this, the kids that it's a performing arts elementary school. So the kids that have chorus, go to chorus. The kids that have dance, go to dance. The kids that have drama, go to drama. The kids that have art, come to art. And then the kids that don't have anything, they just go to PE. So what normally happens is you see all the kids on rotation like throughout the week. You get like different groups, you see them all. But because we kept like there's so much going on all the time, like with performances and like now we're, pre we're preparing for the spring performance of The Wiz. So now we're about to split it off again to where there's like I think I've only seen like the fifth, some certain like fifth graders and fourth graders. I've only seen them maybe like three times since I've been there. So like, it's just anytime you do get them in your room, they're like, bro, why well, I gotta be here, bro? I can't just go to PE. And it's like, nah, like you can't. Like, and it's it's like that, like across the board, across all spectrums. Um, of course. Yeah, like they just, the, the fifth graders got senioritis. The fourth graders are like just like they're hitting puberty, like they're over everything. The girls is like 
I told the white girl I started putting on her make her lip gloss, and she was like, "Well, my mama told me my lip gloss always popping." So it's like she has now, great. now I'm fighting with what your mama told you you could do at school. So it's like it's it's been those type of problems. But other than that, you know things are good. You know, I, since well, since I've been away from the podcast game, I had a kid. You know, what I'm saying got got married, had a baby. So baby's like a year and six months now almost six months now um so she's doing two-year-old toddler things now and getting these stuff yeah, and getting into things crying for no reason and falling out having an attitude about things and trying to hit people when they're you know so it's it's, it's cool now the parenting starts the the, <laughs> the most beautiful thing about that because i have a bunch of younger siblings so i don't have any kids of my own but seeing their um, personality shape. I have yeah. five. I have five younger brothers who are all similar, but completely different. So to interact with each one, you have to. And this is probably why I can interact. I, not to too my own horn, but I think I can interact with people pretty well. It's because I've had to interact with seven, eight siblings. So when you have set, and then two of them are, are women as well, and they're older. So. You can't talk to one <laughs> like you talk to the other. A lot of times, you know, you're, you're get, you know, kind of coming into your more formidable years. And it's like, oh, you found something that worked on one woman. I'm going to do this on every single woman until it doesn't work. And then you find out, you know what? They're literally all different people. Yeah. If you, you, you got older sisters, they let you go pretty early on that. Like, nah, that ain't yeah. hard. Yeah. I think that, uh, that helped a lot of, with my development. Um, I think that as far as interacting is concerned, I think that probably brings it into the first thing. And where I would go with this is a lot of people weren't the happiest with uh, how Angela Bassett uh, reacted uh, or interacted with uh, not being a winner in um, her category. She uh, was the best supporting actress, right? Well, Angela Bassett, is a loser. Yeah. <laughs> Big whoop. So, uh, t- total, totally uh, um, not a part of this conversation specifically, but ironically enough, my great aunt is married to her stepdad. Um, in St. Pete. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, not, I've never met it. Uh, wish I did. Um, met met stepdad. Yeah, met a stepdad quite a few times. My honor lean is a sweetheart. Um, uh, but um but yes. But yeah, um I personally as far as Angela Bassett is concerned, um I don't think it's a huge deal. I know uh, it, it's always weird when you get into these conversations because I for one can probably bring race into everything and no I'm not a race baiter, it's just race is included in everything. And while this probably has not a whole lot to do with race, but it just feels as though the piling on is like definitely race related Um, and not to get so heavy so early, but it's like, it really is not that big of a deal. I think being a sore loser or being a, a, a sore winner or whatever you would call it yeah. is overrated. Like if you lose, you're going to be, a, if you care, like people always say, if you care, you show that you care. 
And that always just applies to winning. But when you lose, now I have to shake someone's hand and pretend like I'm happy for them because I because I lost. Like, no, I'm going to be upset. I was never upset at Cam Newton leaving the podium or Tom Brady not shaking hands or the bad boys leaving Mike on red. Like, no, that's exactly how this works. That's what you want to happen. Like, that, that makes for a better story. It's not necessarily the Marvin Harrison, I'm a good sportsman. Like, that's, you know, it's great. Fake. No, you should be upset because this means so much to you. Imagine at this point, now we know Angela Bassett isn't active. This is a real reaction. (laughs) Yeah. And they got a camera right in your face. Like, like, unfortunately, I'm human. I'm probably not going to clap right away. You know, you know, I'm going to give her her props, but like, it just happened. It just happened. So it's like, y'all got the camera in my face when it just happened. I can't suck my teeth. Like, you know, like, I can't, like, process that. Oh, okay. I lost to the the henchman. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that's where I'm at with it. Like, in my, in, in my head, I'm like, the, I don't understand how the, and it's a supporting cast, but the Black Panther films, well, Wakanda was a just fully supporting cast movie. Nobody was the star of that movie. You know, her between her and Shuri, uh, Letitia Wright, they pretty much shared the screen time with uh, Blade that played no more. So yeah. like that was a ensemble cast situation where there were no leads. So the only awards to be given out really were supported. So it's like this is probably the top person on the on the call sheet that lost to like the character that Jamie was a, playing, a white woman in an Asian movie. The white woman in the Asian movie, who was like the henchman to the main antagonist of the like, well, she was, the antagonist was nominated for best like antagonist was nominated. The person that played opposite of Michelle Yeoh was nominated. So somebody from that movie was going to get it. I didn't so, watch. You know, I don't watch a lot of movies, but personally, I knew that that was going to be one of those ones just because I kept hearing the name. Yeah. So I knew it had to have been like, okay, this is what's going to get the award. This is saw three this. times. I saw it three okay. times. So it was that good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like so and I, I don't know if I still stand by this, but when it first came out, so I, I'm I say Interstellar is the best movie I've ever seen in my life. The joint with Chris Nolan and Matthew McConaughey, Time Travel, whatever, whatever. I say that's the best movie I've ever seen. So when it came out, when I first saw it, I left the theater and and, and, and did a quick Instagram and said, uh, move over Interstellar. Because I was like, Oh, this is the best thing I've ever seen. That's cause it had it had it hit everything. So it had the the drama, the action, like the emotional notes, the comedy, it had everything. So I'm like, yo, this is this is the best. I, I've never seen anything better than it. I don't know if I still stand by it. It might be not. It might. It's on the list of best movie I ever seen, but I don't know if it's number one. Um, but you know, I saw it three times. Like I, I three times with a wife and kid is tough to pull off. So like, it, it was really good, but. Being that I saw it three times, I know that Jamie Lee Curtis was just not like it was like it was. She did a good performance, and I feel like she got she benefited from the same thing that we thought um, Angela was going to benefit from being that she's just she's a legacy act. Like she's been here, we she, know she her. needs to like, get something. We're going to give her it for for something yeah. since we don't know when she may do this again. We don't know when she's going to do it again. And and if you think about it, what's even sicker, which is why probably you know. Angela definitely should have got it because that was, her character is dead now. 
Like, there's not going to be another opportunity yeah. for, you know, the Queen of Wakanda to deliver, like, any, like, lines, you know, unless they call her back in a flashback, but she's like, there's no meaningful thing she's going to do it. That's not going to be a word worthy. No, it's not, you know, she'll pop up. She'll pop up in a flashback. You know, she'll yeah. she'll pop up in the, the astral plane, the ancestral plane, where, like, but it is. she's not going to have this opportunity. And for, like, it was just so much right. Like, to me, it's, like, so much right on it. And like Marvel has basically, they can still get your shirt off and be like, "Hey, me making award-winning or award-nominated, like Oscar award-nominated films over here," and they can get people in. Like nobody's gonna turn down, you know, Marvel at this point. But no. it just means more when you can say we are making Oscar-winning films and not on a technical side, like our actor. We're putting our actors in, posi- in position to go get like the big joint. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's how you get and Tom Hanks said you want to do it. But that's how you go get Tom Hanks. That's how you go get uh Denzel for one finally. Like, that's how you do it. But it's tough when she's about to win what, forty years or thirty thirty years after what's love gotta be with it? After the Tina Turner role, thirty years later, she's about to get it. Do she got another thirty years to wait, like for another role? This is kinda her time where she kinda need to be getting what she getting. And it's just like if it didn't happen now, I don't know what's gonna happen because I don't know who Mama you about to play next to try to get this support. Now, who now as for, for someone who who's big in the movies and, and me myself not so much, how much of it do you think? Um, just to kind of play in the middle and not be so on the race side, you know, how much of it do you think is just the Academy just sticking it to Marvel movies in general? Like we're just not gonna. I, that's a lot of it. That's a lot of it. Uh, they, they, I'm gonna give you a costume award. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna give you your tech. I'm gonna I'm, I'm give you your visual effects. Award. I'm gonna give you that. Oh, you're not getting there for actors, though. I'm not I, like, yeah, and, and honestly, I'm not even mad at that. Like, like I feel it. I get yeah, it. Like, think, I'm not the worst on that either. And that's kind of why I mentioned because I'm like, I can probably yeah. see where they're just like, we it's are literally just a reaction. Hollywood, we're not gonna because this giving of this award would somewhat validate it, like you said, and then it's gonna bring actual actors. Well, not actual actors to, to diminish who's in it, but like the the Oscar actors into this movie, and they right. kind of have to give it recognition for best picture and and stuff like that. You have to, you have to. I don't. I'm not one of those ones that think Black Panther should have won when it was nominated for best picture. That's cute, but that shit wasn't all that. So yeah, yeah it ain't gonna happen. Um, I wasn't big on Woman King. Like to me, that's like. And this is no not on Woman King because I think Woman King was good, but I think it was just good. Like it's that's when I go to the movies, I expect to be at least just entertained. Yeah, like it didn't exceed it exceeded my expectations because it wasn't like the fight scenes were also good. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like okay, you probably gonna do some bullshit for the fight scenes, whatever. But the fight scenes were good too. Um, and the only reason I think that because I, I didn't like the old guard. Like and it's the same lady that directed the old guard on Netflix. I wasn't fucking with the old guard. So when Luna King came out and I saw it, I was like, oh, it's actually like really good. But this is exactly like, this is the level that I expect when I come to the movie. So I didn't leave it and was like, oh shit, I have never seen anything like this before. This is whatever. When I saw Wakanda, it wasn't that also. It wasn't like, oh, I've never seen anything like this before. But like you said, if they award this performance, then that gives validation to the idea of, Hey, these are real movies. And it's just like, 
that's why I'm not I'm not really tripping on her losing for that reason, but the reaction to her reacting yeah. to losing is like, all right, like this is a bit much. Like this I would love she's not a back. come on. I would I would love to look back and see how many people like cause they do this, you know, split screen side by side often. And mm-hmm. I know I know even they uh Eddie Murphy clapped but then dipped on one like he 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 lost an award and and he dipped out and he got criticized for that and it's like you know that's where it brings it back where it's like yeah, I can't hear are you just looking for a reason to bang on someone that looks like him because he's 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 claps he congratulates and hey I didn't win I'm not, I don't have nothing to celebrate I really don't have any other reason to be here hold up yeah to see if I was gonna wear the I normally yeah. don't come to these because I'm normally not nominated. I don't come to these. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no reason for me to be here. I, was, I like, it's just like any other thing. This could have been an email at this point. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't need to be. Yeah, and to be fair, I mean, depending on where you are in your career, if I come and I win, I'm like, just dip. Like, let's go. Let's start this party. And, you know, I can hurt you. Yeah, you know, I can I can get up out of here too. It's not nowhere to meet me at, especially it's a what three and a half, four hour ceremony. I'm out. I'm out. Me, I lost, I lost an hour or two. I'm gone. Yeah. I lost hours. Yeah, I right. gotta for another two hours. Or I would an hour or two. And like I said, hey, we can get this party started now. We about to go dip and I already took my pictures. I'm already clean. I got an award, mail it to the crib. Um, you know. The Vanity yeah, Fair I, picture was dope. The Vanity Fair picture was dope. Uh, yeah, I love, I love all the that. that. I yeah, absolutely love when they do that. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I, I was looking at it and I mentioned, <laughs> um, I understand that this is just a reason for people to dress up and, and get together, but maybe the hater of me is like, man, there's a lot of people that probably just don't need to be here. Like, I get it. Like, I'm not, I, I'm I'm a hater, but I'm not a hater. Like, if someone invited me, I'm not an actor. I would show up. But then when I'm looking at it, I'm like, I, I see, you know, you see your timeline and we're big fashion guys. So we see people dressing up. It's like they have no connection to the Academy in, in any way. They're, but they look great. Like when I saw the James is there and um, they took the pictures with uh, with the Green family. And I was like, you know, I get it. However, yeah. Why are you guys what? But you see the thing, and I think the thing is, it's like, what is Savannah's role? Like, are you guys nominated? Like, trade for anything. But which is pull up, pull up, pull up. It's something like it's something to do in LA. Pull up. Now she is, and this is how this works. She's she's got the background video with Vogue, and I just saw something. Was it was it WWD, whatever that that publication is? But and I guess she's starting to get her her just do icon tips. Her 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 black male stylist, he's starting to get uh big record. I mean, he already had he had big clients, obviously. Savannah yeah. is a huge client, but like now the name is starting getting into it, which I guess can move right into law. Um I, I don't remember if I sent it, but did you see that video at the Louis Vuitton show? The the Zendaya Dart. Yeah. The the it's tough. How are, are they friends or are they quiet? You know, because that was something I thought. Like, there was a lot that was going to go into my head there where it's like, I mean, 
y'all been together for a long time, but y'all at the end of the day don't work together. So like these things are assigned. These seats are assigned. You don't see one without the other. How does something like that happen? And either and not and not nothing against law, because I don't think I don't think like I'm not trying to say anything bad about him, but right. it's either he rubs someone the wrong way and they did that on purpose or somebody's fired because how do you make that mistake? I I think it's probably the former. Yeah. Well, so yeah, he he, you know, as we tendency we we have a tendency to do with our existence. Like, you know, somebody just, probably got yes, yes, our existence. <laughs> so like and you know, because I cause even even with that scenario, I don't I don't know the ins and outs, but it 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 doesn't make sense that this would be a problem in twenty twenty three. Like, that's you know, that's a guy. He's not the guy, but that's a guy. Yeah. So you 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 kind of to not have a spot for him is kind of off. There was a few things at play that I kind of went over with this and like trying to reconcile in my head. So you, you did the you did the, you did the uh, breakdown. You got the advanced uh, you the advanced stats. <laughs> exactly. I was and I'm like I'm like how does this happen? So it was a few things. So one, it was the whole friend slash client and. Uh, worker like employer employee type right. deal that was one dynamic then it was i heard that i guess her uh contract with valentino is running out um Dendaya, and she's being recruited by louis vuitton and so if that is true which i could see easily she's a muse of all muses at this point if you want her to be on the squad there's no way that you're not like she's plus twoing, you know, whoever is right. Like yeah. that, between, that could be the difference between us doing it and us not doing it. It's like, how do you not have it? But then her body language where it's like, it's like, okay, is there something wrong here? Because if it, if I went somewhere with someone, if it was you and they assign these seats, I would imagine that they would, and I'm the one that they're trying to talk to, or I'm the one that's inviting them. Right. One, I'd be like, all right, there's gotta be a seat for Pat here. What's going on? And then I'm going to be like, yo, like we need to either put a seat in here or figure this out because if I'm here, then, then someone's got to go for, for and, and I think that might've been like the, the lapse. Like, I think that might've been where, where it was up because I feel like a lot of us, like to think that we would have just been like, okay, I'm gonna stand up real quick. I'm gonna stand back up and call somebody over real quick so they can like try to adjust it, and then we gonna work it out like right here, right now. <laughs> and you know, what I'm saying it might be one of those things where once you call somebody over, buddy might bail it. And you know what? It's good. I'll just, you know, what I'm saying. But you, the one that I'm here with, telling me, the dog, right? Yeah, that that. You're not supposed to, like, you're supposed to have them tell me that and let me, you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to just ride with me, whatever I say. Especially because these things are assigned. So it almost feels like you know what I'm coming with. You know what I'm Like you said, it's plus two. And not even just that, for for person dance, it's like, now it feels like you're, like, now it feels like you're trying to play me. Because, like, you know that there's, you know that the seat is here. And now you, like, it's like when you know you're not gonna pay for something, and you start patting your pockets, like that type deal. Like you know, there's people here, and you know exactly where the seat is. 
and you trying to put me with press. Like I and, front row. And that's the thing, it's like he is the nigga that you I guess are like, who's that nigga? Who like who's that adjusting Zendaya's clothes? Like, you know what I'm saying? Who's that adjusting you know, he's celebrities you know, fits. I was saying that this, at this point, I feel like Law would get into this show on his own. On his own. Yeah. And so with that with with Zendaya being recruited and then that type of dynamic, I can easily see where this may have happened a few different times. And now now do I really believe that he's done? I don't I think that's cap. Um I, I don't irritated. Yeah, I think yeah. It's yeah when you put a post that with the retirement sign that that you Google from Image, like even when I got it sent in the in a DM, I was like, I didn't even really respond to it because I'm like, okay, I see. This what like, yeah, I I could easily see where you're frustrated. It's like I'm done, but like I'm like, but like you really kind of are crafting like history with. Zendaya and like your name is almost like synonymous with her. Sure, maybe you straight. Maybe you, you, you put your chips away. Once again, once again, and and in the same spirit of of uh, Angela Bassett sucking her teeth to the side of the cat, like side eye the camera, like yeah. same shit with Prince when they was fucking up his songs at the BET Awards. He did his quick like, okay, like yeah. It just lets me know y'all y'all some niggas. Like, you know, yeah. we not I appreciate too. it. Yeah. I appreciate it. Cause it's like you literally hop on your phone and Google in some bullshit to post <laughs> to like show your disdain for how these niggas is cheap. Like that's what you're supposed to do. You are supposed yeah. to sneak this uh subtweet, like sub like whatever it is, sub rare. You're supposed to do all that where your employer piss you off. You're supposed to do that. You're supposed, you're supposed yeah. to pump fake to quit. You're supposed to do that. That's what's supposed to happen as a nigga. Biggie Wheel gets the oil. That's what you're supposed to do. So, every so time, I bet you this won't happen no more. I won't say every time. But yeah. now it's not about ten. I'm like, ah, you're yeah. one of us. Yeah. You're not too far gone. And, you know, the only time I don't like it is when it's, you know, my my guy. My guy, yay. <laughs> and it's like... Like bro, like, you, so you deserve good, this one, bro. Which reminds me, someone texted me who I have two pretty close friends who are, are pretty big into Ye, and that one of them is you, and then one of and you're like you're the, obviously the music, but definitely on the fashion, he's like strictly music. And he texted me, was like, "Did you see some list that Ye tweeted?" And I was like, "No, I, a list about what?" Because I told him I was watching this. Netflix stock on Pornhub and he's like there was a list and uh, I think the list had I think what he told me it was was porn categories and I in I guess number four was transgender and um obviously nothing against the list it's just with his track record you can't just obviously you can't just tweet stuff like that but uh, this I think this was today like a tweet and Billy and I'm just like, I'm just like, um, I, and I didn't like. We just kind of more or less joked about it because it was like, yeah. hey, number one it was like Latina, number two was uh, out to the to the flies, the spread yeah, he, he said Latina. I think he said um, black was somewhere in there. I think Asian was in there, and then transgender was in there. And I'm just like, um, 
why did this even need to be tweeted? Like, this is unnecessary. He's in love with that. And obviously not to spend a whole lot of time on Kanye West, because that would take everything. But yeah, Latino, white, ebony, and then transgender. And he said, definitely his porn up list. And I just didn't quite know why that needed to be tweeted. So, but I mean... <laughs> I saw him. I saw him post on Instagram. Like I, I, I was looking for him. I said, "Hey, I used to be kind of quiet. Where's my guy?" Right. He's like, "Where's he at?" So I went on Instagram. And I was like, "Oh, okay. He actually just posted a week ago. Cool." Um, I said, "Okay, maybe he's like trying to, you know, see what's see what's out here. You know, put the pillars out." So when you say he tweeted that, and like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay. well, it seems like he's still on the same type of bullshit." Where it's like, "Okay, like, so." I was kind of hoping. I was like, "Is it okay to to, to give you know Donda a couple of few more twenty twenty three spins?" Twenty 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 two. I was off it, but now I'm like, "Okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm over it." <laughs> I was like, "I don't, I don't know about the community, but I, I'm over it." So I'm yeah, like, he's, he he yeah, he seems to just um, you know, the absence make the heart go fonder. I'm 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 not gonna lie. I was like, at you know. The, the few pairs, the sentimental pairs of Yeezys that I still own, and I'm like... I, the, the, the ironic part about that is I wore my rusty boots today. So, I, actually, this... this the computer, lady, bro. That's the lady. Yeah, that I was about to say, this computer's actually, because I needed a, a nice visual, as everyone knows, the, the laptop it sits on a desk. You angle it, it's a weird angle. But right in front of me, it's propped up on none other than the season three easy box so uh the irony of that uh that you statement know, but I, but yes so lady don't out. want him why he <laughs> yeah yeah and, and, and the quiet he is I, I think that's 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 best just simply because hey sometimes he gets to rant i remember the show in tampa and he had just ranted somewhere about cuddy i think and we had to show the same what problem. He did the, what he did, yeah. the Cuddy rant. <laughs> yeah, and so he did something small before. Yeah. Um, what's what's the song where he, he mentions the jump man jumping over the, the easy jumping over the jump man? Facts. Uh, facts. Yeah. Yeah. So he's as he's performing it, he's doing a in the song plays, but he does a very small rant. And I was just in my head, I was like, I pray he doesn't go for thirty minutes at this show because he's already three hours late. I don't need 30 more minutes of him screaming. Funny how that gets you know, past 25. You're like, hey, nigga. Well, that's, that's wild because like there is obviously issues with people being punctual for shows, unfortunately. And like, like at that time, it is what it is. Like I was younger, I, nah, I ain't got to turn. Like it's already the show's already starting at eight. We already know his catalog is his catalog is extensive. So, do you see that tweet where they, where uh I forget, it was a random tweeter. I don't remember who it was, but they were like, just imagine if like while our concert at night, just imagine if you got to see Beyonce at one. The concert was over at three. You went and got drinks at four. You were like, you know what I'm saying? You, you were in bed. You were at home and in bed nine o'clock. And I'm like, wow, yeah, what a concept! Like that actually. That's why I like day like, parties. 
yeah, like I'm I'm in and out and I'm, you know, I'm back where I need to be and in the comfort of my bed at a reasonable time to where even if I'm swamped, even if I'm all one, I'm all my level, I can still get twelve hours and still have the rest of my day. Like and I, I and can get I can get my early. You know, I if if I am in bed at nine o'clock, I'm up five, six. Like I'm 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 up six, seven, eight latest. Eight o'clock yeah. latest, I'm up. And I just got my full, you know, twelve almost twelve, you know, ten, eleven hours. I still went out to the car, so I still did everything I wanted to do, but I'm in bed and I'm up at in the morning. Yeah. So now, like you said, the hangover process, I can actually go out and get like the breakfast. I don't gotta get the brunch because you know the brunch still they be trying to push the mimosas on you and they be like, yo, like air the dog. Yeah. Good. So it's like amazing. But I think I think like what we was talking about with with, with Yang, what are the things that like you said, absence make the heart go fonder, what are the things that 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 helped him right now helping his case? It's just he's staying out of the way. And I think that's kind of what our NBA guys trying to do. Like I think that's what Josh trying to what was trying to do. <laughs> it's just stay out of the way. Like like nigga lay low. Duck your head. Like it'll It'll gloss over if you let it. But if you start talking, yeah. you know, you, you, you start, you know, detailing too many things. And it, and I feel like the public, after those strip club picks drop, yeah. I feel like he kind of won, yeah. won everybody back a little bit. Yeah. But depending on how this conversation goes with Jalen, uh, you know, is he, is he Kyrie? Is he going to put him in the line? Here's, a, here's another good thing I think that he did that he learned ironically from Kyrie was not only just staying out of the way, but like sometimes you just have to win the press conference. Um, mm. I'm, I, the way you are with um, movies is how I am with sports. And the easiest thing you can do when someone's trying to, like if they want to paint a narrative, they can I heard from someone, I forget who this wise person was, but they can't edit something you don't say, you know? So uh, I think a lot of times people, it's, it was, it was, it was convenient for people to compare this to Kyrie. And it was like the difference between him and Kyrie was like, I think Kyrie spent a lot of time trying to control a particular, particular narrative when maybe he's probably not the best person to do this just because he doesn't have like the particular media training and not to say that he's not intellectual or whatever, but it's like, there are people that you pay to put stuff into the media or into publications, just like the organization has people to do it. And they're always going to be better. That's why people end up like disliking the Kardashians because you hear sources close to the Kardashians and it's probably just Chris calling people and telling them exactly what needs to be said. And so instead of it coming from our mouths, it comes from people who said sources, which really is us. And so Ja, who with Nike letterhead says, right. Hey, I need to take a step away. Um, you know, I'm going through some things mentally. I'm handling stress bad. These are all things for, there's a fringe corner of the internet that'll be like yeah you can't take the heat get out the kitchen but most people are going to be like oh you know what's 23 years old i signed a 200 million dollar contract i would be way wild and so just like how you said they're on his side after i think at 
the first intention is to bang on him because the blood and stuff, but it was like, let's, let's, let's a little bro him and be like, hey, yeah. and then now, like you said, he gets with Jalen, who probably was jaw before jaw at some point, and um, it could go good. Now, there are clips that are out, and I get to dissect in a little bit. He says something like, hey, where have you been for the last 10 or 11 days? How, how have you been? He's like, you know, I've felt the best I've felt in years. And for me, I'm like, all right, so you mean after two weeks of therapy, you're perfect. That like, usually if so the way they framed it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't even a suspension. They framed it like he just needs time. And I'm like, okay, he's probably done, you know, and that's fine. The, the Grizzlies ain't doing shit in the playoffs anyway. But when you come back after two weeks and now they're framing it as a, sp- a suspension with time served after your five games, it's like, okay, he's winning the press conference, which is perfectly fine. I don't care. Get back on the court. But if right. you actually do care about and the boy need help, just sit him down. Like he probably, this is the most stressful part of the NBA. I'm not winning this year anyway. With them, without him, without Wes. No, he needs to probably chill. And we'll just try this back next year. And the thing is, and I guess maybe this is what kind of would help would 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 make the leadership say, let's let's get them back. Shit, if we can get them back, let's get them back. Um, but they're winning. I mean, they're not. Yeah. they're not necessarily spiraling out of control or anything like. They're they're treading water. They're they're they're, they're all right. I think they were like seven and three over the last ten games or something like that. Like they they've been all right. So it's like, well, shit, if we had a job of this, we could, maybe we could have been 10 and, like, you know what I'm saying? We could have won the last 10, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I understand it, but at the same time, if you're worried about the long-term, you know, success of your product, and because that's ultimately what it is. Um, yeah, the okay best next year. You know, the, the best way to handle that is just get them some help and, like, be like, hey, bro, you know what? Just take the time off. If you're not winning with him anyway. Like, you know, it's it's got to be, it's it's kind of a next year thing anyway. Like, you got to see what you got to do with free agency and the draft and all season. You got to see what you're going to do anyway because you're not winning this year. Like, yeah. even though the West is wide open, it's not necessarily for you guys. The top half is so much different to me than the bottom um, just because yeah. it, the, the way it's shaping out, unfortunately, like, it's like, it's just, they're, they just, the bottom it just crazy. seems like, yeah, now, now depending on the way the four five sets up, it could probably make it a little bit more interesting. But um, as far as the Grizzlies with Stephen Adams being out for so so much time and, and other things like that and other injuries and just stuff that they have going on, it doesn't look like they're gonna come out of the West. So for me, it would make sense. The the bottom is you know kind of more. The bottom is where all the experiencing at. The bottom is where the the you know that's that playoff pedigree is at. Yeah, the top is the guys is Denver. Well, you have yet to prove anything. Like you, you still haven't gotten it done. Like you haven't done it on concrete yet. Like you might be able to do all the backflips you want. And it's just what, what? Like I already told me, running on a treadmill is different from running outside. <laughs> so like easily, yeah. You might be able to run. You might be able to do do your five k on, on on a treadmill. You really might be able to. And then but, it's like it's know, like part of the gallon gorilla is different from the treadmill. Like yeah. it's just different. So it's like that's different to me. Okay, y'all, y'all, your your guy is a dog. Okay, cool. 
but his playoff record ain't that. Y'all got injuries again, so I'm not really sold on the. T- I'm, not, I'm not sold on the team. I'm sold on the, I'm sold on the, the piece. I'm not sold on the team. And then Sacramento, good job, guys. You guys are killing it right now. Like the beam. Yeah, like the beam. It's amazing. You talk. It, it's exciting to watch. Playoffs? Yeah. Like I, I like Clippers with Westbrook in the fourth to take y'all out. Like I, I just. I don't and then know. there's still, and then there's still Phoenix. It's still Phoenix that you know they gutted their squad. You know they they gutted their their bench to to bring over, um, Durant and Durant's hurt, but an old old man injury at that. Like it was just a goofy. It didn't look like I slipped on water slip. It looked like I just old man slipped. And he looked down right. He he looked down to make sure whoever uh didn't do anything wrong. Whoever left that puddle, not fun. So whoever that was, looking for some that, gainful employment somewhere else. Now that that does that does bring it in. Where do you fit on uh, uh, MVP Jokic conversation? How how do you feel on that um, particularly? Did they ready? Not today, Reddick. Was it today, Reddick? No, it wasn't. It, wasn't, it, it wasn't. Yeah, not not that conversation, but I forgot who it was. It might have been Max or somebody from, you know, one of the shows. But it's just like, bro, there's still some season left. Not either get, it might be even being Gilbert or Raider. There's still a lot of season left. Like, there's still enough season to determine who. Like, if the race is this close, then let it continue to play out. If it's this close between... Giannis and now Jokic is on a slide right now, plus the negative press, or whatever, just the negative eyeballs, or whatever. Um, and it's not necessarily anything he did, but you know, he's sliding down. Giannis is is moving up. Embiid is always right there anyway. You know, it's one of those things where I'd rather wait to the end. I would like Embiid to get one. I would like Giannis to get another one. I don't want Jokic to get a third, but. This is the year where he would get a third. Like, he's actually putting on phenomenal performances. It's like, he probably deserves this one more than his first two. So it's yeah. like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to not give it to him outside of one of these guys just going crazy the last, what, 12 games? Yeah, and that's, I, I think the, the irony is where I mentioned that I could bring literally race into everything. Um, this would be one of those times where it's like, all right, you know, maybe there is a tad bit of racial biasness here. However, he is actually a fucking dog. So, like, you know, it's hard to be like, all right, they giving it to him because he's a white boy, but he actually is cold. So he's performing like, at MVP level. Like, yeah, no mistake. He's, he's cold. So, yeah, if he wanted this year, I, could, I can't say anything. Yeah. Maybe there's a situation where the voters aren't as fatigued as they were with 23 or as fatigued as they were with six. Possibly. Sure. That is a thing. However, maybe if he deserves it, he deserves it. And it's unfortunate that, um, I mean, it would suck that I guess, you know, he, he could get three, but like you said, there is, there is quite a bit of season left. Um, the narrative behind just the award itself 
Right. Um, it changes from year to year. Um, sometimes the record matters. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes they attach it to, uh, I think, I forget what it's, the advanced, advanced metric is, like win shares per 48 or something like that. And that's the, right. the, the metric that's most, you know, connected to the winner of the MVP and, and Jokic is higher than the other guys. But, you know, there are situations where that wasn't always the case. And then maybe the voters are a little bit smarter when it comes to what they look for versus when maybe they gave it to Nash at a certain point um, right. where they gave it to somebody else at another point or didn't give it to Kobe a year or whatever the case may be. And, and unfortunately, that, that does suck. But, I mean, these things happen all the time. People make more money now for being marginal players versus superstars were making whatever they're making now. You're born in a different time. You strike gold or strike hot, you know, win it at the right times, and and it happens. Uh, it would be kind of bad to see because uh, who knows when Embiid will get another opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it, his 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 prime window is closing for sure. Um, and he just and just because his sometimes gets hurt. So with that, and that's and that's really it. it's mainly just because of injuries. Like he still shouldn't be able to, you know, rock, especially as a big man like. He, Tim Duncan played for a minute. You know what I'm saying? I guess he's not necessarily the standard, but as a big man, you can play for a minute. Now, how long can you be in your prime? How long can you do, you know, play at the highest level? That's whatever. But he's still, is he, he's right at 30? Yeah. If, if he's 30, he's right at it. So it's like, bro, you still got at least two or three good years, you know, on the hips and the knees, nigga. Like you can make something happen. But does he? Yes. And is the is the squad gonna be you know up to par? Because right now this is one of the best squad he has. Like as far as like what they're actually doing on the court. Like the Jimmy Butler team was nice. You know the, the Ben Simmons years was nice. But right now they're they're playing some good ball. Where it's like okay, these niggas might actually be able to make some shake in the playoffs. And I guess the thing is when you talk about the MVP race, I didn't like the conversation in that. Like I, I didn't like that spin that uh. JJ Reddick tried to put on on Perk. Yeah, you know, Perk is not necessarily your most, you know, I guess well spoken or, or, or thought out person with his opinions a lot of times. Um, but he not he not wrong. And for them to, to address like to have to put out a statement for twelve percent, you know, like I think Perk said one eighty percent. One voter. It's the difference between eight out of ten and seven out of ten. Like, realistically speaking, it's and when they said it's much more diverse, they didn't put the numbers up, which lets you know that they were already on some shenanigans because they could have easily because because it's the the difference between eighty and sixty eight is is marginal. Um, no one would even care that much. Now that I'm now that I'm grading tests for a living, I'm like, oh, nigga, if you missed one question, your grade goes from an eighty three to the six. Like it's like no, these these things matter. So it's like. And they just said 80, you correct them, and it's 68? Like, you correct them for 12? Like, I would correct them if it was 58. Yeah. If we're talking about the difference between, like, flipping a vote, but I, I don't think one voter is making that much of a difference if we're being completely honest, and it's still yeah. seven. And like, like you said, the fact that they didn't, like, produce the number, like, we had to go and get the number. They didn't, like, show us the demographic. They didn't show us that. Like they just made the statement and then we went and did it, and they still haven't said nothing else after that. It's like, come on, y'all. Like, this is yeah. 
Yeah, um, I, I I tend to whenever there's something smart sports wise, I tend to look towards Bamani for these things because he right. he's I think he's pretty good at like managing the difference between what is logical as far and and as well as what is racial, which right. isn't always the most apparent. But the way he made it seem was like because he he had a conversation about Duke and their conversations of race. Uh, and their situation was race at their school, and uh, right. JJ didn't like that before. He didn't like how he he framed it, and he took a very nuanced conversation and put it into a phrase, which was the same thing he did to Perk. It's like, are you trying to say that there's racial biasness? It's like, well, or that they're racist. It's like maybe it's not necessarily racist, but if there's a panel versus white guys and there's a white guy on the ballot chances are they're probably going to vote for him whether or not he deserves it or not. So that's just, it's just, that's just kind of how these things work. And JJ been letting his white boy come out. He been, he been, yeah. letting, he been letting the white man slip a little bit. I understand you, because, took, you know, you completely ignore that is like, he's removed. He's removed yeah. from having to be around niggas with 82 games. You know what I'm saying? He's, 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 he doesn't, he's not in the locker room. So he's not, do with you him. listen to, do you listen to his pod? Every now and then, I, it's not, I'm yeah. not subscribed, so I don't do the episodes that to my phone, but like while I'm riding around, I'll put it on every now and then. I listen the to irony, more than him, but I'll put the it The irony is, I actually don't think that um, he is like, he's. A, I don't think he's a bad guy. No, he's not. Ironically enough, I think like everyone and like us and Ironically, we didn't mention the name of the podcast, but I I think he has his own blind spots, and and yeah, unfortunately, like for sure, with you being what you look like, and being where you're from, and you just totally ignoring the fact that that could possibly be something just simply because he does deserve it is is right. a little bit problematic, and and to to completely dismiss that it's like it's not even to really see them as people because this is something that we do have to deal with unfortunately it's something that's so superficial but it is a real thing and um yeah it's uh it's unfortunate um but <laughs> anyway, i mean that's um, that's that's sort of thing that's that's you know eventually you deal with <laughs> enough white people it's they're, they're gonna it's, it's gonna happen and it's like once again it's it's, it's relatively benign like it's not like He's not, you know, he's not fucking Trump. But, uh, yeah, when those things happen, I'm like, damn, bro, like, that's, like, you gotta have a better read on it than that. Like, you, like, come on, man. Like, nobody's calling this shit racist. But, once again, we are judging black talent. Yeah. By a bunch of white guys. It's a bunch of white guys judging black talent. So, and it like you know, I'm not gonna go into the however many who these you know journalists are and go into like what type of slants they put on their articles. But come on, bro, like it's a bunch of white guys that. And if we're talking about some shit that happened 20 years ago, as far as like the mass shit, I mean, 20 years ago, we know who was writing the articles 20 years ago. I mean, shit, you got to think Skip is maybe 60 now. So who was 60 then? Yeah, and they, this you know why they kept this is the reason why T.O. took so long to get into the Hall of Fame because he rubbed a lot of writers the wrong way. And it's like, I mean, I understand maybe he wasn't the nicest guy, but 
like his numbers are undeniable. That's a Hall of Famer. So like that's and that and that's the type of shit that you know we kind of deal with, and then you know we think we got one, and then they come out and be like, "Hey man, like are you saying?" And then Kendrick is just like, "I don't know how to handle this for real. I'm just going to say, you don't know what's in that man's head," which is a rough, yeah, response anyway. But you know, it's who's looking for who's who's looking for nuance on first take, anyways. Um, all right. Now, I, I guess lastly, um, uh, the biggest thing, I think one of the biggest things, at least, um, no real smooth transition here, but nonetheless, um, we're, we're big fashion guys we're big sneaker guys. Obviously you can tell in the back when there's quite a bit of sneakers here. Um, but I don't own one pair of Tom Saxon and, and, and fortunately for myself, um, and I, 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 I tend to be pretty intentional with the dollar and um it would suck to have to get rid of my tom Sachs. like whether or not you want to get rid of your yeezys is besides the point i understand why maybe you want to keep it maybe you don't care you can compartmentalize that's fine however it's been quite a bit of wildness when it comes to tom Sachs, and it just feels like is anything sacred is everyone not a piece of shit everybody's a pervert you know and i think the thing is i forgot when it was when i first like you know became a man and got grown and had like friends and got put on to like you know just adult scenarios and the first time you realize everybody out here fucking like everybody out here like oh damn like you know it's something it's something that clicked and and i think the thing that clicked a little bit earlier i know for us is that Damn, all these guys are fucking perters. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, like, it's a lot. Like, I thought, like, one of those things, not only were they purrs, but, like, when you were growing up, you were like, man, I thought that only us cared about sex. And then at some point, it clicked, and you're like, you know what? Women actually like it as much, if not more. And they might actually yeah. be a little bit more emotionally mature. Because we are just like, ah, oh, boobies. And they're like trying to find mates. And then that's when the weirdness kicks in. And then, what the fuck is one of, yeah, I don't want to get into it, but you obviously know, like, it's just doing Widow. weird stuff. And, and, and apparently, just every artist, like, when they get real uh, eclectic, it's always met with some weird sexual practices and weird names for stuff rape room and being naked around the How office ever and, like you know. and i think the thing is that that bugs me out man i guess and i read the article and they didn't, i don't think they gave too much of a timeline like i don't think i don't really recall any like dates or like years or stuff but yeah. like i think we're well beyond we're we're now what almost eight years after this cosby situation yeah like, we've had some time to, like, try to figure out, you know, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. However many years, if it's almost eight years for Cosby, then it's relatively almost seven, eight years for Weinstein, maybe six for uh, Matt Lauer. Like, yeah. we know how, you know, what, how sex is supposed to work in the workplace, which means it's not supposed to. Peer-to-peer. Uh, -peer, there's no, you know, room for you guys to, everything has to be reported. We know how these things work. We know how sexuality 
not necessarily sex, but sexuality, like just even these conversations have to happen in the workplace. Buddy, you got a rape room. Like you got a room that is that that your employees know as the rape room. In 2023, that is a thing. It's not enough art in the world for me to be like, it's so dope that we just have to give it some weird eclectic name for us for you to know that everything here is, you know. I think a rape room is like I don't, I don't even I don't even know where the I'm expecting so. uh Duke Lacrosse, you know, team yeah. to not sixty year old like white art guy. And, and and I guess maybe I shouldn't be so surprised by it. And I guess I'm not necessarily surprised by it, but I'm just surprised by like, how can you fuck your bag? Like, like, I, like bro, like I get the art, I get all the shit, I get it. I don't understand why. After, like, I don't know how long he's had this. Somebody said they wanted to work at this studio for since they were 15 years old. So, you know, this studio has been around for years. When did you dub it the rape? Like, is it post or is it like pre? And then why didn't you change the name unless you like, and that's where it gets to the, oh, well, you just thought nothing was going to happen to you. You thought you were so big and you thought you were so artsy that nothing could happen and nobody would eventually say, hey, we need to like check this thing out. Like we're gonna ring no, the I'm backed by Nike. I'm backed by Nike. I, I'm never going to fail. And like you said, yeah. like job with the Nike letterhead, like, hey y'all, I'm gonna go get some help real quick. And and nothing that he did was any like near in the same stratosphere. But like, bro, like y'all cannot just continue to do shit just because you have this giant behind you. Because that's really what it is. It's just like it's it's a certain it's a certain level of success that people get to. Um, and it's not exclusive to like white men or whatever. It's just a certain amount of success, a certain amount of financial like security or something that just allows people to give themselves that grace to where it's like, oh yeah, no, they'll understand. And it's like, no, nigga, we do not understand a roommate. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I think I mentioned it before. I would expect that from Duke lacrosse team. I'm yeah. not expecting that from people that have like, you you have employees, like you have people relying on this art. You have people, you know, feeding their family off of your art, like off of the things that come out of your head. You have like just giants, like even even with 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 the yay and and the Adidas situation. That's how many like how much money? I, they haven't done a, a story yet. I don't think I haven't seen one about Adidas having to lay people off. But what are the potential losses of you being a dickhead? You know, even if it's not, nothing's going down. I'm just being artsy and just being, you know, an asshole and making the women in my office uncomfortable. Like, what What would be the, there's no, there's no real benefit towards it. There's no real, you know, I can't think of anything other than fuck you. Like, I can't think of anything other than just a middle finger to uh, woke society or woke culture of just like, I can say whatever I want to say. You're like, why would you ever need a room? With rape and like it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me, um, especially just given that everything that's going on right now. And and like we have so much data. We just like back to the NBA shit, bro. The 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 advanced analytics on this shit. It's just like they don't be lying, bro. They don't be lying. So and and, and, and then when you name stuff like this, it almost feels like how could you even not? think that this is happening if 
people are just out in the open with it. Like, this is how I get down. This is how I play. You know, buddy talking. They talking about some. He taking me is with 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 the Nike or uh, the Nike staff, predominantly women. He taking meetings in his underwear. My like why? Oh, what else? We have to do fittings. But why do you take the meeting already in your underwear? Like let them, like like let them ask you. And like I and I don't know how how you know how these things work necessarily like virtual fittings and so I don't understand for I don't I don't know the ins and outs of it. But I think if we got tech good enough to, to you know, get measurements over the Wi-Fi, we might be all right to still, like, you know, maybe have, you know, some, I don't know, some yoga, like some, the leggings, maybe. Is it got to be draws? Like, you got to be, like. Yeah, it's um, it's getting to a point now where it feels as though the big companies not only are, they seem to, pick the wrong people but it almost feels like they're like culpable to some extent because yeah. no, I mean sure. the, now at this point I, I forget the publication but one of the bigger sneaker blogs is saying it in 2017 they, they knew this guy was a wacko and it's like they just allowed him to keep it's 2023 and these sneakers are coming out in you know was it Ross's or whatever and you know, he has all is it an entire yeah. website dedicated to his sneakers. It, it seems genius. It seems genius. Yeah. Wear testing and, you know, pop ups and, and, and Nike yeah. is just they like if that was what it was in twenty seventeen, we could have easily mixed it. Like it could have been For sure. and, and because we just buried it under a bunch of sh- shit and and people I guess maybe maybe people were already under NDAs and and whatever the case may be and now it is somehow made and like i mentioned earlier when somebody wants something to be out it'll be out there's ways to get around that and just know that these publications are side or they have they have ironclad sources that they feel comfortable enough to put this information out which means that it's chances are this is probably coming from someone pretty close a good source. Yeah. yeah it's a, it's a pretty good source and and it just is beyond me that they could, I mean, I guess it's, I guess it shouldn't be. Just like you, you said, it shouldn't be that we would think this would come from a guy that like him. I guess it shouldn't be like it's, you know, it's money over everything. And, and yeah, that's just the thing. It's like it's not, it's, it's not at all surprising. It's just yeah. the point where it's like, as a society, it's like, bro, like we can't have shit, bro. Like you can't, you know, like we can't, we can't have a little hundred dollar. General purpose shoe, like we can't, we can't have nothing. A hundred dollar beater is attached to some sick shit, like, and that's it's just like, bro, like, that's where it gets so frustrating that because it's not only this industry, it's across all, like, it's across everything, it's across every aspect of your life, like, it don't matter where you at, you gonna run into a weirdo. Yeah, it's all this thing that. The, the best thing I try to do, obviously, like I mentioned earlier, is just if you can, you know, be as intentional um, with, with your dollar. And I think yeah. that is the, the biggest thing when it comes to this podcast. And just to kind of uh, give the, the viewer and listener an insight, um, it's called Blind Spot. I think we we both had our own stints in podcasts before. And we know how we would like to do things and how we wouldn't want to do things as well as just certain conversations. I know most people are like, Hey man, 
we had this conversation in these group chats and it should be out for public consumption and, and not everything works that way. However, um, I'd like to think that we have pretty intelligent conversations on th- th- whatever, wherever we're having them, but just being as like, obviously we like to have fun, um, but just trying not to be caricatures of ourselves and, and, and understanding, uh, trying to be better. I mean, I, I know we've had conversations about like a podcast that we did before that we were both on and we could see like the forming of that where it's like, okay, we were still kind of some ratchet shit, but like we could see where it's like, okay, the ideals that we have now as being their 30 year old men was being crafted at that time. And right. so if we can just make it uh, where it's, it's still entertaining, but also just fucking stupid, you know, like <laughs> a lot of times the shit's just dumb. I don't want to hear people just yelling at each other and, and having con- like having you know conflict for the sake of conflict if it comes to conflict it is what it is so uh, hopefully um you know that uh can you know make you feel a little bit smarter as a as a listener uh because i have a good time uh thinking about these things and there are certain people that i do talk to about things when i want to filter things out loud Patrick's one of those guys where I'm just like, all right, maybe I'm not so well-versed in religion or movies or whatever. I may shoot the text and be like, yo, what is this? Um, and so uh, that's kind of where this uh, this venture is starting. And yeah, that's any, the thing any, that's any great. was for you. That's a, that's a great, like, uh, I guess it's a great, like, encapsulation of everything. You know what I'm saying? It's just two dudes, two niggas, you just, at a certain point, you start peeping shit, you know? You start noticing trends, you start noticing patterns with just the way shit works. And it's just like, something gotta give, you know? You know, that's some other shit you say when you get out, something gotta give, you know? So it's just like, being at this stage in life, it's not one of those things where, where, you know, of course, fun is always to be had. I'm always getting my, my, my shit off. Um, with the jokey jokes, but at a certain point, it's like, bruh, niggas is fucking up. Like, <laughs> niggas is fucking up, and everybody's endorsing it. And it's just like, it's just tough to, um, you know, feel like, like you said, when I need to hear some shit out loud, I need to get some shit off and, and like kind of bounce shit off a wall out loud. It's the person that I come to, you know, because that a lot of times, just listening to somebody else's podcast, just listening to somebody else's voice, just listening to reading tweets, you don't necessarily get a good picture of, you know, what really is going on or, or what's the best thing. Or like, you don't know if like, damn, am I missing something? Am I crazy? Um, and it's just good to, you know, it, it, it's it's good to get to get these thoughts out. And also, you know, maybe put them out there for somebody else that may be in the same or, or in the same spot or a similar spot or trending a certain way to where it's like, you know, your ideals are changing, you know, the way you think about things and not, not the same way you thought about it, you know, four or five years ago, even a year ago. You know? And maybe you're so, in a group of people where the voices may be louder and you're yeah. like, man, I, I think some of these things, but then it's like, they shoot it down because it's like, man, we, we got not a lot. It's, yeah. it's not fun. It's not yeah. fun to, to, to be aware of, Hey, niggas are fucking up, or or like, or, you know, like 
we might actually be some of the problem. You know, it, it's it's fun to just assume it's it's fun it's fun to just shit on white people about Kyrie or or Kai or about any of this shit. Like it it's fun. A lot of times, guys, and, and, and even with those scenarios that I named, there is truth in it, but there's a way to have the conversation to where you can acknowledge the truth of what, you know, and you can extract the truth of what they're saying, but also acknowledge that, hey, this is not the best method of getting this shit out. And it's not saying that everybody got to be MLK, pacifist. You can, you know, meet violence with violence. You can't, you know, you have to just button everything up and be respectable about everything. We're not saying that at all. And this is not what this podcast is about, but it's just about trying to understand that there are ways that we can go about things better. Yeah, There are different, you know, opinions and there are different ways to go about these, these societal issues, you know, however serious or however small, however big, there are ways to go about these things where it doesn't have to be like one side or the other. You don't have to be for or against. You don't have to be woke or like just an asshole. No, this is not what it's about, guys. You know, there is some middle ground here. There is some ways that we can dissect this information and spread it out to where we all can grow from it. You know, if if you allow yourself to, you know, if if you allow yourself to, to see certain things, you know, from a different perspective, if you allow yourself to be moved to look at it from a different perspective, what what can we benefit as a whole as black people? Like you said, super intentional with his dollar, something that we both try to make sure we do, like super intentional with, with how we spend our money, but it's also super intentional about literally everything. Like I'm not trying to be out here supporting shit that's hurting us or, or, you know, it's about us at the end of the day. It's about like, I got a daughter. I'm not trying to perpetuate shit that I don't want my daughter growing up in. And it's not just how men treat women. It's also, you know, what happens in the workplace. You know, it, it, it's, it's more that goes into it than just, you know, this battle of the sex shit that we got going on in society right now. So, you know, I think the goal of this is just to, you know, of course, have fun first and foremost, be entertaining, but also share light on some things to help you guys see from a different perspective, maybe that you just haven't thought about. And maybe this is the way to get it. Because, you know, tweets turn into arguments. <laughs> this way I can talk all I want. You can't say nothing back. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think this is good for for first start. Um, we'll be back as frequent as possible. Uh, I'm, I'm signing I off. No, you're gonna dig this. Yep. <laughs>